Hey guys, welcome to the Love and Cookies podcast. My name is Nick, and I'm sharing my story and encouraging you to live yours. I hope you enjoy this episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about keeping it real. And so, start talking about keeping it real. I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about um, my aunt and uncle. So, my aunt and uncle, uh, growing up, uh, my aunt is one of the most faithful, godly people I know. Um, Just all throughout my life, I can just remember her always being strong in her relationship with God. Uh, No matter what was going on, she was just a faithful person. She's a woman that prays, uh, and she's been through a lot um, that their family has been through a lot and just through it all, you, you know, she's always just been really faithful, really strong with her relationship with her God, never doubting or anything like that. And it's just been really inspiring to watch about two years ago though. My uncle was diagnosed with stage four cancer and it just wasn't good. The doctors told him they didn't even know if he would live a few more months. And so they started the process of of chemo and getting treatments. And two years later, he is still fighting that fight. He's still battling. And it has just been kind of a roller coaster of a ride. Kind of. It it has been a roller coaster of a ride. There's been times where he's been doing well. The treatments have been going well. Things are looking good. And then there have been times where things just haven't looked good at all. You know, that he hasn't been responding to treatments or the treatments have just made him sick and to the point that he couldn't eat and didn't want to get out of bed. It's just been a roller coaster of a ride. And my aunt, she's been right by his side the whole time. She's been the primary caretaker for him, getting him to all the treatments, talking to all the doctors, getting all the reports, doing all this stuff just for two years has been right there with him going through this. And there's a Facebook group that she started just to kind of keep people updated on how things are going and what's going on. And the other day she posted something on Facebook and I just wanted to share this with you. Cause like I said, you know, my aunt just all my life, she's just been this strong person. She's had this amazing relationship with God. And the other day she posted this on Facebook. First off, you all know me as a woman of faith who puts her trust in her savior. I know without a doubt that God can heal John if that's his will, but I'm also human though. And sometimes just sink from the weight of burdens I try to carry that are not mine to carry. Wow. Oh, that, that's so heavy. Um, and she go, she went on in that post just to say how in spite of everything, her faith in God wasn't wavering and that she was just appreciating all the love and the support and the prayer that she had been receiving. And the reason I share all of this with you and the reason that this post just stuck out to me was just how real she was and that she wasn't afraid to put it out there. She said, I trust God. I'm believing in God. I know God can, can take care of this, but man, like sometimes I, I just, I just sink from it all. I just, I just feel like crap. Sometimes it's just so much and I don't even know how I can handle it. And it, oh, it, it, she was just so real in that moment. And she wasn't afraid to just let that out, to let her real feelings out, to not just act like she had it all together. So many times I find myself just being afraid to be real, being afraid to be real with myself, being afraid to be real with God. I feel like if things aren't perfect, then I can't be real from God, which is just kind of ridiculous if I think about it. You know, like if I'm if I'm having a bad day or if maybe it's a day <laughs> I got really mad and I yelled at Angela or I yelled at one of my kids or whatever it might be. It's like I try to like hide those things from God. I try to 
act like, oh, you know, God, we're, we're still cool. Like, you know, when there's things that I'm struggling with, whether it's a worry about something or something that I'm just doubting, it's like I try to hide those things from God and I can't be real from him. It just, it, it just doesn't make any sense. Like God, God already knows, like, why in the world would I try to hide that from him? Like he knows what I'm going through. He knows what I did if I screwed up. Why am I not going to try to be real with him? And I just find that it's so easy to do. But yet, if we look in the Bible, man, people would be straight up with God all the time. People would just lay it out there, no matter how they were feeling. Like Jeremiah, one time, like he said, why have you made me a laughingstock? You know, Jeremiah this is this prophet. He's going and, and telling people all these things that God has told him to tell him. And one time he goes somewhere and he tells them what God said and they just start laughing at him. They just start ridiculing him. And so he doesn't like go back and be like, yeah, God, like that was awesome, man. I, you know, even though that happened, I know that, that your word is true. No, he goes back to God and says, God, why'd you make me a laughingstock? Like what in the world? But then he goes on and later on in that chapter, he's, but you know what, God, like, I know your word is true. And in the Psalms, man, David or the sons of Korah all over the place are just like, God, this is awful. This is tough. I hate where I'm at right now. Why is this happening? Why is this happening? Why are you doing this to me? Like, what in the world is going on, God? All over the place, people, you know, they were just willing to lay it out there, to be real with God, to just tell God how they were really feeling. But yet here I am and I'm trying, trying so hard to hide all this stuff. Like I said, it's pointless. Romans 5, 8, it tells us that God still showed his love for us, that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. So God's love isn't contingent upon us getting it right. His love's not contingent on us being perfect. His love isn't contingent on us not screwing up or not doubting or not having fear or not having worry. God loves us just where we are, that while we're still sinners, he came and died for us. He loves us where we are, and his desire for us is just to constantly grow closer to him. God understands that we will never truly arrive. We're never going to be at that place where we have everything together. And so it's silly of me to to act like I do, because I will literally never be there. I'm never going to be at a place where everything is right, where I'm doing everything right, where I am just 100% right where I need to be. You know, I'm a human. I'm a sinner. I fall short. But God's love isn't contingent on that. He's not even expecting that. And so I've got to learn to just be real with God. If there's worry, if there's doubt, if there's things I'm going through, if I screwed up, don't try to hide that from God. You know, in my quiet time, you know, I'll just be like praying and and I'll just avoid that issue. You know, maybe it's just a a stressful week and things are not going well in work and I'm just worried about how I'm going to meet certain deadlines. And, you know, sometimes I'll just try to avoid those. If I act like I've got it together, then, you know, maybe it's just going to happen. Like, no, in those moments, I just need to go to God and say, God, dude, I'm worried and I don't know what's going on. And the real reason is if I'm not being real with God, it it's keeping me from the healing that he can bring. It's keeping me from the things that he can provide. If I'm not telling God what I need and where I'm falling short, then he's not going to be able to swoop in and help me out in those areas. I oversee a food pantry where I work in the nonprofit I work for, Community Food Ministries. And we have this one client that comes in when we're open on Thursday nights. And he's been coming for years. And he's just an interesting guy. Whenever he comes in, you really never know what he's going to say or what's going to happen. But um, he's just been coming for years, month after month after the month. And the volunteers and I, we've just built this relationship with him. A couple months ago, he sat down 
with one of our counselors. And usually, you know, the client will sit down with the counselor and we'll ask them if there's anything that we can pray for them about and just kind of have a conversation with them and pray with them. And as soon as he sat down at the table, he asked her how she was doing and she started to answer, but he cut her off right when she started to answer. He said, and I want you to be honest with me. And she was like, okay, you know, I'll be honest. And no, I really want you to be honest with me. Oh, okay. I'll be, no, no. I really just be honest with me in that moment. She decided, okay, you know, I'm going to be honest. And God led her to share that a few years ago, her husband at the time cheated on her and left her. And while that happened, her mom was also sick and dying of cancer. At that time in her life, her husband cheated on her, left her, and she eventually lost her mom to cancer all at the same time. And he just kept asking her, like, how can you be okay? How can you not be angry like how in the world could all of that happen at one time and here you are a few years later just like okay with it you know all the time i see you in here you're smiling you're having fun you're having a good time like how are you not angry how are you not mad how are you at peace with all of this she just said you know what there's times i'm not (laughs) You you know right now i might be but tomorrow i might wake up and i'm not And there's been up and down and back and forth. And some days I'm great, some days I'm not. But I know that God can give me peace and that I can trust in him and that he'll take care of me. And she said, so in those moments when I'm angry, in those moments when I'm upset, I can just go to God and he can take care of me. It was just so powerful to hear her tell that story, to just say, you know what? There's plenty of times I'm not okay, but those are the times when I need God, when I can lean on God, when I can trust in him and he can take care of me. Bible talks about in our weakness, that's when he is strong. And so it's just silly for me to not be real with God because that's when he can provide me with his strength. You know, in Philippians chapter three, verse 12, Paul says, I haven't already attained this and I'm, or I'm not already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Jesus Christ made me his own. Paul says, look, I haven't obtained it. I'm not perfect, but here's what I do. I just keep pressing on. I just keep pressing on and pressing on. I just keep pressing into God. I keep growing closer to him. And that's what makes it better. That's what helps me. That's what gets me a little bit further. And it's not that I'm perfect. It's not that I have it all together. It's that I just press on in Jesus Christ. And that's what I have to remind myself about is that that's what I have to do. I'm not perfect. I'm never going to be. I'm never going to have it all together. I've just got to keep pressing on into God. And I've got to be real with him. I can't press into God if I'm not going to be real. If I'm not being real with him, I'm just running the other way. I'm not pressing into him at all. So I've got to be real. I've got to tell him about those struggles. House Fires, this band, has a song. It's called The Way. If you haven't checked it out, definitely go check it out. But the bridge goes like this. They say, because it's a new horizon and I'm set on you. And you meet me here today with mercies that are new. All my fears and doubts, they can all come too. Because they can't stay long when I'm here with you. And when I first heard that song and I was listening to that bridge, I was like, man, that's that's kind of weird. Like, why... Why would they say like, hey, fears and doubts, come on, let's go worship God. Like that doesn't really make any sense. Perfect love cast out all fear. Like I'm not supposed to have fear. I'm not supposed to have doubts. I'm not supposed to have these things. So why, why would I invite these things in to my worship with God? And as I just began to think about that, as I began to meditate on that, God just really revealed to me, you want to bring them in because I can set you free of those things. If you try to leave those things out, if you try to leave your fears, if you try to leave your doubts 
out. If you don't bring those things to me, then I'll never be able to set you free of those things. And when he hit me, it was just like the mind blown right there. You know, I was just like, oh my gosh, that like, that's so true. When I go to worship God, when I go to get in his presence, when I go to spend time with him, if I'm doubting at that moment, I need to bring that into there and just be real with him and tell him about it. So he can set me free of it. Or if if there's a fear in my life, bring that into the presence of God. Or if there's sin in my life, bring that into the presence of God. That way he can set me free of those things. And so it's only when I'm real with him that that transformation, that that change can happen. We have to bring those things into the presence of God. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that we're, we're just supposed to go on and and live in sin and excuse it, you know, because we're keeping it real. Like, oh, you, you know, God, I've got this fear and I'm just, I'm just being real with you. I got this fear and I got this fear. I got this sin. I got this sin. I got this worry, whatever it might be. And, and just, I told God about it. So now I'm just going to keep on doing it. Like, no, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that we need to be honest with God, that we need to be real with him of where we are because we're on this journey of constantly learning of how to love him and how to love other people. And that will set us free. Like Paul said, not that I've obtained it and not that I'm perfect, but I press on. And that's the thing, you know, we're never going to be in that place where we have obtained it, but we've got to continue to press on just to bring those things into God's presence and let him free us of it. And then keep going. And the next time it comes up, we bring it into the presence of God and let him free us of it. And there's going to be days where we're doing great. And there's going to be days where we're not. But on those days that we're not, man, we've got to be real with God because when we're real with God, that's when he can really bring the freedom. That's when he can bring the healing and that's when he can set us free. So I just want to encourage you, just be real with God. Don't hide those things from him. Don't shy away from him. Just bring him into his presence. Be honest. Pray about him. Just worship and and let him set you free of those things. Thank you guys for listening to the Love and Cookies podcast. You know, there's not much better than a fresh baked cookie. So go ahead and subscribe so that you can get new episodes straight out of the oven. And don't be selfish. Share them with your friends. Again, thanks for listening. Until next time.